There is no secret formula for better customer service. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up a rep's time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can easily support and grow your customer base. Secrets out, everybody. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Tuesday, June 13th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litterst, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, with more viewers watching TV with subtitles than probably ever, subtitle and closed captioning startups are open for business, and we will get into this. But before we do, here's what else is going on in the world of business and tech. Let's get crackalack. Okay, Rob, what have you been following? So the first thing I've been looking into is Reddit. Reddit is having a bit of a problem right now, and if you're in the tech space, you obviously know about Reddit. If you're like looking to build a digital community, you definitely know about Reddit. Reddit, one of the best kind of social platforms for building communities on the web. And many of its subreddits, which is what the communities are called on Reddit, have joined a two-day blackout in response to Reddit's latest policy on its API, which is essentially a pricing change that they push through. Have you heard anything about this? Well, this is a, a virtual blackout, right? People are like Correct. literally not going onto the site for these days. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And I, I believe they're turning their communities private as well. So like you wouldn't even be able to see anything that's on the community. Okay. It's a strike. We got a Reddit strike. We have a Reddit strike, exactly. <laughs> Just joining the, the writers in Hollywood, we've, we've got a strike going on right now. For a little bit of context, so Reddit has essentially allowed third-party apps to access its data for free for years through its API, but that's going to change in July. And CEO Steve Huffman basically said 90% of apps will still qualify for free usage of the API, but those that don't are going to have to pay 24 cents for every thousand data requests. That might not sound like a lot, but when you're building an app around Reddit, that can add up very quickly. Huffman said for a typical third-party app, it'll come out to about a dollar per user per month, but for some, it can be much, much more. And I think one of the examples that has gained the most attention and has gotten pretty crazy, the back and forth between the CEO and Reddit, is this app called Apollo, which is essentially an app to help navigate Reddit. Its CEO, Christian Selig, announced he'd have to shut the app down as the change would cost him $20 million per year. Damn. So pretty crazy. I don't know that there are that many apps that are going to fall into that category. Clearly, there are a few that are pretty bummed out about this. I mean, just look at the fact that a lot of these communities are, are doing this blackout. But I mean, it makes sense that Apollo would have such a big impact. It's literally built on top of Reddit. Right. So it's likely using its API quite a bit. Another concern of this that is pretty interesting is the impact on SEO. So many of these communities are huge drivers of traffic to other websites. If they go private, then other websites essentially can't really access those communities. So like the backlinking won't necessarily work. It's very, very interesting. I was talking to an SEO consultant earlier today about this, and he said it's definitely going to have a big ripple effect, at least for the next few days. And they're saying the blackout could last a little bit longer. So stay tuned. This could just be the beginning. Stay tuned. You might Read more about it on the newsletter in the coming days. Exactly. All right. What about you, JC? What have you been looking into? Yeah, well, in other news, I was looking into DoorDash, which I guess you could call DoorCash right now because New York City bumped minimum wages for app food delivery workers to 
$17.96 an hour, an increase of around $13 an hour. Also, Grubhub unfortunately laid off 15% of its corporate workforce, around 400 employees. So a lot of news in that space. Also, Tamagotchi, you remember that little toy? Yes, of course I do. It's still around, and it's hopping on the Web3 train with the Tamaverse, a platform featuring multiplayer parties, customizable looks, and, of course, brand ambassador Charlie D'Amelio, who, by the way, was not born when the original toy came out in 1997. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Web3, cryptocurrency trading volume on Robinhood was down 68% year-over-year to $2.1 billion in May. Also... The FTC filed for an injunction to block Microsoft's proposed $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard before the acquisition's July 18th deadline. And lastly, Twitter's new CEO, Linda Yaccarino, sent her first email to employees yesterday saying, Twitter's on a mission to become the world's most accurate real-time information source and global town square for communication. And with that, let's get to today's main stories. All right, JC. So I know we covered subtitle usage a few months back in the newsletter, but it sounds like it's continued to trend up. Can you tell me what's going on in the use of subtitles? Because my parents use subtitles for pretty much everything that they watch. (laughs) And I want to understand what is behind this trend. Well, it's not just your parents, so, you know, cut them some <laughs> slack, right? All right, all right. But it's really an interesting trend because more and more, you're seeing subtitles pop up basically everywhere across the web, across all kinds of content mediums, whether it's TV, movies, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. There's just kind of this broad trend of slapping words on the screen. These subtitles are more prevalent than probably ever between 2017 and 2022, the number of Netflix users streaming with subtitles switched on more than doubled. And some interesting data across Roku's platform in 2022, 58% of subscribers were using subtitles. That includes two thirds of the company's millennial customers. And I don't know, just something about the words on the screen has struck a chord with consumers and it's really paving the way for this golden age of video accessibility. So you're telling me I'm in the minority now for not using subtitles. You are in the minority. (laughs) I'm a millennial, so I'm in the one-thirds of millennial customers. That is wild. Here's what's interesting about that. For Roku's customers, around one-third of subtitle users have diagnosed hearing impairments. Okay. So that makes sense, right? Obviously. Another third, according to an interesting piece in The Atlantic, uses subtitles situationally. If they have a kid sleeping near the room with the TV, something like that. Or if it's like Peaky Blinders and you literally can't understand a word they're saying, (laughs) something like that. That, exactly. Or yeah, it's a battle against mumbling actors, right? (laughs) Right. But the last third, they just do it out of habit. It's just kind of this new habit that's been ingrained, I would argue, for many young people through TikTok that has captions basically turned on automatically, a big part of the experience on that platform. And just reading between the lines a bit, there are some big startups in the subtitle caption space that I was learning about that were pretty interesting and raised some big money. 
companies like Verbit and Rev have raised $569 million and a little over $30 million, respectively, in recent years. Another startup, Ava, I believe it's called, which aims to help deaf and hard of hearing people basically live transcribe anything from a Zoom call to, on their website, they said, to gossiping at lunch, raised a little over $16 million. And they're taking on what they call a $20 billion real-time communication access and transcription market. So this is just a big space and showing no signs of slowing down. It is really funny how a lot of this does seem to come from the younger generation and TikTok and Instagram usage. I feel like every video that I've seen from either of those platforms recently has had captions. It's just become kind of table stakes for those videos. And I don't know if it's always been the case or if I'm just noticing it or what it is, but it, it really seems like every single video essentially has captions now. They've made it so mainstream. It's totally mainstream. And there's even these deeper trends to this where if you go on TikTok, a very classic format on the app is where you have basically two videos playing at the same time. You have a top video, which is like the main content, and a split screen with a bottom video that's literally just a recording of a video game being played. Okay, I've seen this. (laughs) Yeah, and there's something about that format that just keeps people engaged, keeps people watching these videos for longer. And I was thinking about it, and it's not so different in some ways to having subtitles and captions on the screen. It gives you something else to look at, right. another way to interact with the stuff you're consuming. And I just thought that was very interesting. And, you know, for that one third of Roku subscribers who use subtitles just out of habit, I think there's something there. Totally. It's pretty neat. And bada bing, bada boom, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter, which you can sign up for at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have an awesome Tuesday. We'll catch you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies and Work wherever you get your podcasts.